0: What up what up what up happy tuesday happy tuesday man what is going on it feels so good it feels good to be here another day making it oh man um it's been an interesting week i will start that off there
1: i have a cold
0: still have a cold no like a new one. Oh. <laughs> why are you next to
1: me man shut up
0: you got the corona
1: oh my god don't even i do not need the <laughs> cdc showing up at my door um, and taking me away forever
0: what, what is going on everyone i'm chadelle close of page in the simpsons i'm joined by my lovely wife
1: lauren <sighs> <sighs> yeah
0: that was,
1: that was so like down
0: we are here once again with kerfuffles aka snoozy
1: <sighs> you know what no like so. it's a new cold this this one came on last wednesday before i was just having an asthma cough that lingers after the flu and now it's like a full blown like harsh cold like my nose and just everything is it's an issue that sucks i'm like what why did i get sick again a couple weeks later
0: that sucks my but
1: apparently like everybody i know is sick so this is all got the corona oh my
0: god you think i'm playing yo I will put you in a bubble suit.
1: There are common things at this time of year other than corona.
0: Common right. symptoms of the <laughs> coronavirus that you all have.
1: Sir, stop feeding into the hype. Stop I tell
0: my friends how, like, we go out places, and now because this is, like, a whole, like, major thing, people are just, like, looking at you, like, stay away from me. And, like, I, you friends,
1: told them that? Yeah. Wow, I mean, thanks. Obviously. I mean,
0: they hear you coughing as I'm playing Xbox. Like, the heck? What do you think this is? I'm
1: sorry. <laughs> like... No, I was so mad. We were in the grocery store and I, okay, I had a cough. I cover it completely with my elbow. You know, I do what you're supposed to. (laughs) And there's this guy who works there and we're in the fruit section and he's putting fruit on. He gave me the dirtiest look. And I walk past and I'm like, have you ever heard of asthma? Like, I was so mad, and I go get my grapes, and then when I walk past again, he's saying something, and I couldn't even make out what he said, but I was just so... And then we passed him again later, and he still gave me a dirty look again. I hate that.
0: Dog, see, if someone would have did that to me, I would have been like, you got a problem?
1: Like, but that's Like, you're the one who's noticing it, that's basically so why don't you call I, it out? That's basically what I said. Especially I if said it's an
0: employee. I said it, like, like,
1: under my breath, but also not under my breath. No, it's so an like, employee. You what is he gonna it? do? Well, Whatever. Like, go, he's going to get and fired. It's, it's annoying because, yes, right now I have a cold technically, but there's a lot of times that I have the asthma cough and people think I'm, like, sick, sick, and contagious. And it's really annoying because it can last a long time and it's not like I enjoy it, but I have to live. Like, I can't be holed up for two months because I have a cough. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's just, it's really obnoxious sometimes,
0: people. Like, come on. And we had, like, a double date plan too, and I was, like, worried... Cause like we were gonna go bowling and then out to like eat at a restaurant and like <coughs> normally it would be fine, but because of this whole like media you know hype, mm. the restaurant at least would have been bad. Like the that, bowling alley, yeah. it's like it's loud, music's playing, like not right. that big of a deal. But the restaurant people, uh, they're gonna be like, why does this girl keep coughing? Like coughing every now and then sure, but like you're just going, <coughs> <coughs> then like a minute later. <coughs>
1: do you want to live to finish this podcast
0: (laughs) oh man i i i don't know rude depends um but yeah so like that hopefully by the time that double date comes you're good but yeah now it's a couple weeks away so
1: but um yeah guys the whole coronavirus stuff it's stop like the flu is literally statistically more deadly at this point than the coronavirus and the flu is a typical disease but it is still more deadly like it's so just like chill out mm-hmm. i have a whole lot of things to say about it but i'll, I'll digress oh, you don't wanna, you about don't wanna, how this whole coronavirus you don't want to leak
0: it out go ahead go get into your conspiracy bag i didn't have this in the notes but if you want to get into it feel free
1: this was literally man-made you can't tell me that this came out of nowhere Man-made. These diseases that literally pop up out of nowhere.
0: Man-made. How? Radar? In China? No, in a lab. Like, I I know that. Obviously, if it's man-made. No, likely it's
1: America. The,
0: and know what they gave the Chinese people?
1: It went to the most populated place on the planet. So, yeah. Yeah. Why? And then it's like the whole... They're going to like make it seem like it's from eating bats. And now that's going to feed into a whole like stereotype for these people and it's just it's no it's no just this whole thing <sighs> there's a lot there's a lot i could tell you but yeah.
2: go ahead i'm, yeah,
0: I'm not no, stopping I'm good. you i'm good, I'm good. I'm st- she's like but, i don't want to sound crazy i don't <coughs> want you guys not like me so no, i'm gonna
1: keep my real, mouth shut it's like it's one of those things if you ever just sit and think and you're like this stuff is programmed because also why did we have mass diseases in in every other twenty year, in the past few centuries, don't don't ask me. Why would that be like clockwork? I don't.
0: I brush these things That's off weird. all the time because it's like it, it's like a bi yearly thing. I was telling you, like, I know the last one was like back in like twenty sixteen with I think it was Zika. I, I mean. don't
2: know. There was H one N one, literally swine
1: flu. There was the, I'm not sure the about other
0: I'm not sure about other states, but like back in this past summer in uh in connecticut they had like a whole bunch of things about like oh "Oh, you gotta stay inside there's mosquitoes that are gonna you know (laughs) give you virus or whatever like it's just like uh i feel like we're playing it up too much and like i don't know Well, that's
1: the thing it's the media hype and And, then the
0: games were canceled schools had like not have like you know later programs until it it was dark out or no Mm -hmm. no
1: no they would cancel them exactly before it got dark out yeah there were literally like lit up signs on the highway about it
0: and it's like like oh, oh
1: my gosh I'm,
0: they would me sitting here like i would take the dog out and i'm like i hope a mosquito right? sucks suck Same. my blood no
1: <laughs> and i was thinking of her too i,
0: I care about myself first then the dog after man i'm good
1: i oh yeah so but it's one of those things it's like every couple of years there's a new thing that pops up literally out of nowhere and just
0: it yeah yeah it's
1: kind of weird isn't it
0: it's interesting because uh
1: but like there comes a point when population control is a real thing no one wants to admit it but
0: the uh, funeral industry is an industry
1: (laughs) i mean it's not the funeral industry feeding this but i mean i'm
0: just saying it is an industry they have business for a reason business always dies you say never dies but it, it always dies because it's like a play on words you're Get so it? funny
1: it's <laughs> 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 it's a drum and a hi-hat oh, what the heck was uh, that uh, <laughs> <da ding! laughs> that was like the triangle instead
0: oh god um <laughs> so just like last episode we're gonna take periodic coughing breaks uh <clears throat> for some people on in, in You know in the podcast
1: thanks so much for a lot of (laughs) coffee breaks for me i'm
0: just letting everyone know so if there are if there are edits in between like the the video if you're watching on youtube or the podcast we try making it as you know not obvious or unobvious right as possible but just letting you know i may just call it out saying hey do you want to take a break and you can feel free to let everyone know yeah we're taking a break and we'll be back in a split second because that we are the power of editing (laughs) congrats (laughs) um so, with that being said, before we get into our topic and talking about Kobe and being grateful for life, do you want to take a break?
1: No, I'm good for now. All
0: right. So, the, uh, I want to talk... I know Kobe's been... Like, the news of Kobe has been out for a while now. It's, it literally came out, like, an hour after we recorded yeah, last no, week's podcast.
1: Yeah, no, literally, Or else we would have talked about it last week.
0: Um, And I don't really want to beat a dead horse. Like, pretty much, I'd be for to Kobe
1: that was a terrible phrase to use
0: but it, i don't mean that in a very like non i don't even know non like. i just
1: wouldn't have used that phrase but okay continue you get what i
0: mean but like r.i.p to kobe his daughter for sure like the the other eight the seven other yeah, people the other seven other people they on
1: there that their lives better just was, as i think equally. their names were
0: like bertoli i would like to say majority <sighs> yeah of them. there
1: were i think like three or four of them were related maybe another two of them like there were different relations yeah.
0: just uh, like friends and well, not family, but just friends. Uh, like some of them get to be like the daughters, like friends, and like her family were on wasn't the, it, the helicopter. Wasn't it? I,
1: I feel like, I feel like, the four or something I heard left literally one kid that is now an orphan.
0: Was it one? I thought no. I thought, heard two. Really? Like that, that family has heard, two kids that are orphans. Well, could be yeah, with, but yeah, I heard and that,
1: and I'm like, I dang. think it's two.
0: So here, I want to touch on some things that I heard within the growing news to talk about on the podcast so i guess i was listening to this on the brilliant idiots podcast and andrew was saying how who's talking to i think bill bill Mayer or bill burr one of the bills and like i guess bill, he knew the pilot bill, bill. like the you know how when you're in a helicopter the pilot like talks to like a command station or something like that yeah. and i guess um bill burr bill murray whoever (laughs) knew the person that was talking to the pilot and like was saying like it's super foggy and like this guy he still like he still challenged the fog and he was like he still thought he can like make it through um especially i guess the area they're in like it was filled with mountains and supposedly like they they didn't suffer when it happened like it was something where it was just foggy and they just crashed and they most likely died instantly so i mean out of all the bad that has happened i mean that's a good thing because you kind of you kind of worry when it's like you hear something like that and it's like
1: well in the whole fall and yeah yeah everything because
0: you're sitting there like you have your daughter with you and you never want that to happen i'm kind of getting teary-eyed talking about this
1: no there's some tweets that got me that people were like because as a whole he seemed like a really good girl dad
2: mm-hmm.
1: for all of them mm-hmm. But Gianna and him had something special. They had a lot of pictures together of
0: them just like connecting and like Because she was the
1: one who was kind of gonna follow in his footsteps. Well,
0: she was also the oldest. No, she wasn't. Oh, she wasn't.
1: No, I was wrong about that. She was the second oldest.
0: Okay. She was like thirteen, I believe. Yeah, there's
1: one that's older and then there's two younger. And um so they had something and, and you know, there's people talking about how they just they find solace in the fact that one that they went together, mm-hmm. and that it wasn't like one watched the other die, mm-hmm. and that two. <laughs> they were saying how like, think about how once he figured something was going wrong, and like how he was probably doing what he could to comfort her in those last moments, and like it, it just it, that like, kills me. Oh my gosh, really that was also a bad use of a bad term to use. My bad, but yeah. but um, yeah, like in just. <laughs> I know you and I have been sending clips back and forth, and they're the wildly popular ones that pretty much everyone has probably seen at this point. But, like, um, for me, it it got me in a weird way. Mm-hmm. So I am not a sports fan at all, okay? Like, pretty much anything, except gymnastics. That's my thing. Um, but any of these mainstream, like, basketball, football, soccer, any of it, I don't really care. So I don't follow people like that. and Yeah. Um, I didn't really know (coughs) the extent of his career or what, like, his impact was. Like, I knew he was big, but yeah. So it wasn't the fact that he personally died, but the whole, it got me later that night. I was thinking just about it and the relationship there and the connection, the being a girl dad and the, the, all that. Mm-hmm. Is such a huge thing. And I know you and I have talked about it, how um, like someday I, I, I've always said that I hope we have a girl because I want you to have that relationship because mm-hmm. it's unlike anything else. Um, and it's, it's such an impactful, special relationship. Yeah. And um, <coughs> you know, just having our wedding, it made me really upset to think how the other three girls won't have him to walk down the aisle Mm -hmm. and things like that um and the fact i was gonna say the fact that the one-year-old will not remember her dad um at all and then there's thinking about how his wife lost both him and a daughter at once Mm -hmm. i was like that either one sucks but then you add both and it's just it's (laughs) <laughs> it's wild.
0: You're... Yeah, yeah. It's a...
1: You put yourself in those shoes. You. Yeah. That's how... I think that's why this has impacted so many people that it has. Because again... Of course. It wasn't... <coughs> it wasn't like he was my idol. And like I was devastated because of that. Like other people. But it just... I think because he was such an icon and because he lost the daughter with him.
0: Well, even if that he would have passed it's still because like again then you're talking about four girls losing their dad and a wife losing her husband like and it's like yeah like they it (coughs) being that young and being like he you know there's a clip you sent me that i saw and i think i showed you it also about him like in an interview saying why he got the helicopter yes because he wanted to spend time and get to his kids to like do those you know drives back home or to home, like all that stuff and like he's sitting there hustling and still, it's like here is a fast way I can He's, like still have time with these guys. It's
1: very, <coughs> it's very humbling to see that he was such a family man.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, because I I know that sometimes that balance is hard, yeah. like in Hollywood and in sports and all that stuff. But um, yeah, and it's like, and, and it's like even just have, having just gotten married, just thinking from a wife's point of view and thinking of. Just all that that goes into it. It's like that really got me. And then I actually I don't think the daughter is even one. I think it's I, I think the baby it's still a baby. Like yeah, seven she, months she was born somewhere. in like June. Yeah, so of last year. So she's. So little. then you have to think that her mother's still postpartum as well. So and it's like you never know what they're going through with that, mm-hmm. and how difficult that could be. And now you add this to it, mm-hmm. and like. Uh, just a lot it's a lot yeah and 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 it just sucks too because obviously it's better to have both your parents as role models growing up so yeah for the younger ones that didn't have you know don't have him there you know that'll impact them Mm -hmm. so i will say though it's really frustrating that people don't have boundaries because she had to come out on instagram like two days after or something and she wrote a whole thing you know obviously being grateful what about what just just being like grateful for everybody's love and support you know all this stuff and just kind of tell you know talking about how it's been a hard time and all this different stuff she said some really nice things about him and all that but the fact that celebrities as a whole have to ask people for basic respect when someone dies is crazy to Mm me that (coughs) here's the thing as the public sure there's tons of people who loved him as well and are affected by this there will be public memorials there will be things that you can go to Mm -hmm. but leave the personal family and friends the people who are the closest alone like Mm -hmm. you don't have to be involved in everything you don't have to take pictures of everything you like there's just it's sickening that there's no line That is drawn when this happens and that people always have to, they do, they have to break the silence and come out, like, pretty soon to just say something. I'm like, two days later, I'd still be in a ball. I'm not worried about an Instagram post. And I know people, I know people cope differently, but yeah, like, there was one article that basically (coughs) said, it quoted and it was like, oh, she's still can't finish a sentence without crying or something like that and it was like on tuesday or wednesday and i'm like
0: dog you can't like tell someone how long they should be grieving for right
1: first of all it just happened second of all is this really something that's, we need to know that that's exactly that, what i'm talking it's life about
0: changing when you lose someone like that close to you like uh, like yeah yeah and it i wonder how whenever celebrities die especially, like, popular ones, like, you know, we had Kobe, of course, and Nipsey died last year. Um, Like, these iconic people that, like, have done so much, whether it was, like, you know, publicly or in their family lives, like, they were great role models and everything. I kind of always wonder how, like, our parents felt when, like, people that were in their, like, celebrities in their time, like, were, like, if they felt as connected. Because we feel it because we're in social media, so we're, like, we're, we're, we're living this kind of in the same space where back then you didn't know it until, like, the news popped up saying, oh, flashing, this person just died. And you're like, oh, that sucks. Like, you have a lot more of a connection with someone. Um, So I'm always kind of curious to know, like, how that, how it was then.
1: I mean, I think so. It was different, but I definitely still think there was a connection because people, like, you have to think, like, for example, like, my mom loved I Love Lucy. And that was a huge... That was a huge show. Mm-hmm. And it was like everything about it and her as a whole mm-hmm. in, in culture and just everything. Like, so.
0: Wait, did Lucy die? <laughs> I didn't know this. I don't care. I don't watch a show.
1: Relax. Uh, a while ago. <laughs> okay. A while. Yes. Um.
0: <laughs> Wait, is Ricky Ricardo still alive? Is that guy still alive? Wait, that's the name, right? I, think.
1: I don't know about that one. I feel like, didn't they all? I don't know. I, I, I should probably remember this, but I don't. But, um, like, and, like, Wizard of Oz and, like, things like that. You have to think they they were still hugely significant for their time Mm -hmm. and they still like related to them because say it's like it's just like how songs or something or movies can get you through hard times and like that was what you leaned on and like you feel this connection and even like the songs were like oh they know my life right now it was still kind of the same thing yeah i see that so Yeah.
2: yeah
1: yeah but as a whole too i do you know, and I get it because they weren't celebrities, but it kind of did bother me that everybody was just focusing on the two out of the nine that passed because, you know, their lives were just as significant.
0: It's not It's not that people didn't. Like, I, I see what people were saying totally, but, like, no one <coughs> knew who they were. Like, they would – they people would be saying R.I.P. for – like, they'd be saying R.I.P. to the same magnitude as they're saying it for – uh kobe and gianna just as much if you know if they knew who they were but right. we didn't have a connection with those people not saying their lives mattered more right. or any less or anything it's just like i we didn't know you
1: i'm pretty sure one of them was gianna's friend
0: I, that's what i thought i thought and
1: they played basketball together. i think there
0: was like a little girl on there like yeah. that was her age and i think there was a picture of them too like playing you know playing basketball that i saw so like they they all mattered and I'm a part that I don't see the upset part being I I know you can't do anything about it but I really like dislike that pilot
1: yeah
0: because I, I have a feeling like you don't fog just doesn't pop up like you have to see fog from a distance right. and then go into it it's not like it just a magically like ha- like I think well, it, was yeah, like it, a, really it was like a it's like a 15 minute like flight to where they were going or something like that yeah so it's like you you saw what was happening like right i think they were headed to a basketball game or something yeah so
1: oh oh that's another thing i will say for god's sake can we give some of these basketball basketball players a break because i think there was literally a game that night or the next day there they showed what was it a couple nights ago lebron james at one of the games he was like sobbing like people i understand life goes on and that things are still important all that stuff i think this is one of those things that i am now concerned for the well-being of some of these players
0: well they there was a game like at the time when kobe passed away so of course they can't cancel that but there's games like later that day and i believe like the next few days (laughs) after that and like yeah you saw videos like the players like yeah
1: they're not okay
0: And it's like you can't focus, like when you lose someone like that. And I, I really pick up like Shaq, for example, where he's like he's making sure like the family's like good, because um, he had a close relationship with Kobe. And like I'm yeah. not, I'm not sure what him and LeBron's uh, relationship was, but like he seems to like always have like their back. Um,
1: but yeah, that just really kind of annoys yeah. me because I'm, it's like I'm literally concerned for the well-being of some of these players, like especially yeah. LeBron and people like him who. Like we're close and it was a huge deal and stuff. I mean, these people are grieving just as much. It, a game can wait. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. Like, here's the thing. Yeah, maybe I I don't get it because I'm not a sports fan. I'm mm-hmm. not one of those people. Like, today is the Super Bowl and we're we're recording a podcast instead. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so i don't (coughs) i'm not one of those people that's like ride or die in the snow and in the rain and just everything that the that the the show must go on when it comes to sports Mm -hmm. but i feel like just with basic human rights this is like an exception no matter what like i feel like even if you are a ride or die basketball fan wouldn't you understand because you would be grieving too you'd be upset like
0: uh, uh, (sighs) i'm pretty sure no fan had a problem with them like canceling it it's it's just it really falls down on like the nba like being like oh hey we're still making this happen like the show still has to go on i'm pretty sure fans weren't stressing it but again it's like they have to if they cancel it they're losing out on all that money from the people that are going to the game so like they're not gonna push it off oh, oh are you looking gosh. for something well are you texting someone fi-
1: no like figure it out you know what i mean like i just yeah but yeah, so if you want to see real quick, this is like it's a long post what Vanessa had written. Um, there was oh, there was a line I wanted to read though. Did I see the picture? Yeah, it's a picture wow. of all of them. Oh yeah, that's what. So see, right this is yeah, this is the older one.
0: Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. Ch- ch-
1: and then yeah, so <coughs> oh gosh, my bad. Um, oh goodness, I should just read the whole thing shouldn't
0: i i mean i don't know it's pretty long like yeah it's up to you i'm pretty sure if you want to read the post it's on ternessa bryant's instagram this is why we save things (laughs) to make it easier this is why i would tell you to screenshot read it through and (laughs) highlight where you're gonna read like guys i've been saying this we're on episode 87 now i've been saying this since episode one hush exactly has she posted things since that? yeah
1: this is one she said there's no number 24 without number two that's sad that was at the tribute because they had a tribute that's what i was talking about with Le- lebron james
0: yeah. and then that and i assume like just like nipsey they're gonna have a public uh funeral service well and that's
1: that's exactly what i'm saying you know what i mean like that's where the fans can go like i feel like (sighs) there's just a line there's a line
0: of course like i i get it like you see a celebrity you want to be like oh man vanessa i'm sorry like i get it you see them in public and you feel for them you want to show your support but like
1: but even if not this is where the internet is an issue because people will hound you on the internet They'll be like, "Oh, she hasn't said anything yet. She has. She hasn't broken her silence. That's the phrase." See, that makes no
0: sense though, because like, uh, Laura, Laura London didn't say anything for like a while. Lauren. Like, she was good, probably like, a a week, two, three, something like that before she like made some like posts about Nipsey. Like, I don't get why we're like. I get it. Like Kobe is is most likely a bigger figure than Nipsey, but like still hounding still her for that. Like, oh dog i don't i don't get it um
1: all i know is at least she has those other three girls because that's what i think of is because it's like i feel like if now i'm not a mom but as a mother like you you would feel like if that was your only child and then it was your husband as well that there would be no reason to go on Mm-hmm. like at least there's like you have these three girls you have to be around mm-hmm. you, now you are it for them like you know what i mean and so i feel like i mean it's probably tough at the same time but that probably helps so yeah
0: yeah i i give her all the strength <laughs> possible because like that's that's tough like I, I feel for anyone that like loses a partner and then has to continue on like you know with the children that they have mm it's just it's that's tough. rough
1: too it's rough i feel like because as the adult you're probably in this weird circumstance where you never know how to grieve because mm-hmm. it's like how much do i show how much am i the strength for them you know what i mean like how much can i cry without it being too much because i need to be there for them too mm-hmm. like that's a lot and then the baby has no idea what's going on Uh baby's just like hey we out here we gonna play some toys today like
0: i'm not sure i don't know what a seven year old seven month old baby like would do but i assume it has some recollection of being like well there's a connection there
1: yeah so yeah yeah
0: and it's like i don't know it's just just sad and i kind of want to just migrate to at the end of the day like i just want everyone to be like grateful for the life they have Mm-hmm. and i feel like i say this all the time to you like i feel like we complain over like the most pointless things and at the end of the day why does it matter yeah and i learned this as a teenager like why why am i getting mad about this why do i care about this like yeah if it's not something that's important to me or, or going to like help me in any way i don't need it yeah. and it's just making sure like i'm happy you never know like you take life for granted so much you never know I, I i'm so like worried when i go out to drive
1: yeah
0: That like yo i i this could be the last time i drive like i just saw this past I think weekend about that sometimes too. where it's like this kid passed away um early saturday morning yeah because he got into a car accident and um he died instantly and i guess the his girlfriend or whoever the girl that was in the car like she she was alive and made it to the hospital Ugh, and it's like that stinks it's like damn like again that's exactly
1: what i'm talking about that stinks when you guys are together and one of you makes it
0: mm-hmm.
1: like that oh the level of like guilt and stuff that you're gonna have to process and like go through
0: but it's like you, you i'm sure he was you know you could have went to a simple drive to go get duncan or right. to go somewhere
1: oh literally uh, like, if you think about it because i remember the statistic is that most car accidents happen within 25 miles of your home mm-hmm. which if you think about it i mean it's a good distance but yeah if you think about it, if I were to look both ways and I just didn't double check or something and I go to pull out of this driveway and some, I didn't see the person coming, they ran me, that could be it. Mm-hmm. It could literally happen like that. Yeah. yeah. That's the Sorry. thing. You never know when or how. And it's kind of funny. We were talking about wills and stuff last week. Mm-hmm. Like, th- kind of weird that then it went to this for the next podcast. Yeah. So, and there, he was 41. 41. That's it, young.
0: Like we're we're living on borrowed time. Like I look at it all the time like <laughs> the cars we have, the, the the money we have, the house, like everything, like I'm not, that's why I like Temporary. for example, like you bring up money sometime and I'm like I don't care. Yeah. Like I it, money's just something to make things happen for me. Like I don't care at the end of the day as long as I'm living a happy life and like the time that I'm using to put into my life is like uh valuable. That's all I am caring about.
1: But one thing I saw and it's so true That's sad is he so he had just retired what a couple years ago or something like that a few years ago and someone had said he didn't get to like enjoy the fruits of that like he all the sacrifice and everything for all those years because you have to think the sacrifice you have to make for a career like that when you are building a family and when like you know things like that like I, because I think about my own business and stuff and I think about all the times that I had to put that over you know you and i going on a date or you and i sleeping in or like just different stuff and it really stinks that he did all that and then finally gets to the point where he gets to enjoy those the fruits of his labor and and really be a family man be present and just do whatever he wanted and then it's just it's yeah you like you can tell it's, like
0: once f- once basketball stopped being like a priority he was like okay i gotta find something else that's my new like you know priority and that's like when you have the money dog your priority yeah it's just your family you right have nothing else to worry well, about right exactly and, like, but that that's is, what i'm saying is major. you work so
1: hard to get to this level to not be able to enjoy it yeah and i think about that too sometimes how it's kind of scary that it's like some of these kind of things take so much sacrifice and you just kind of hope that it's worth it and, and that that you're not wasting your life sacrificing because that's all you'll have.
0: And to dig into this cuz you have me thinking about this and I'm sorry to bring us back into it. It's sad when you think about that cuz you're talking about the long-term of things and it's like the right. people in that helicopter had had a, you know, what they're going to do tomorrow, or right. what they're going to do a year from now. As we're sitting here like, you know, eating waffles being like, "Oh, in a year from now we're going to go do this." And it's like, "We we don't right. know, honestly. We
1: hope." Right.
0: We, you know, have our fingers crossed and everything, but it's right. like it's so sad. Yeah.
1: Low key, and this is kind of morbid. I thought about that when we were planning the wedding last year. I was like, I would think about it randomly, and I would be like, "Wow, this would be terrible if like one of us spontaneously died, mm-hmm. like before the wedding, yeah, before anything happened and we didn't get to make it official, and we did you know, we're planning this whole big thing." and then like that Mm -hmm. like it's like that's the thing yeah you know you you plan these like vacations you plan for a vacation one or two years down the road Mm -hmm. you know and like the house we're talking about and all that
0: yeah We, (laughs) we plan for it and hope we get to it it's just and it's like when you finally get to it you're like wow it was it was a ride we're happy we got here and and you know then you're back to like planning for tomorrow
1: right 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 because it's like then after the house we're like okay now we gotta have enough for kids and like all this and yada yada yeah on to the next goal
0: and it's like i I had a thought where i'm like i wonder if we knew what our death day was if we would handle things differently and i feel like it'd be chaos if we knew yeah you wouldn't really want to do anything
1: right right i feel like yes and no
0: Cause you wouldn't want to work if you know you're gonna die in a year or two or three from now. Yeah. Maybe I'm not sure, but that's right. my thought. Right.
1: Well, yeah, you'd and you'd spend your money differently. Mm-hmm. If you knew you were gonna die next year, yeah, you'd be like, "Well, I'm not saving for a house. We're just gonna like let's let's go to Bora Bora and get that little thing. You know, let let's I do the time. Let's blow it. Yeah. But then that would be difficult because what if? one person is dying a year from now but the other person is dying 40 years from now
0: yeah and then they know what they're and it's i would assume you know like you know when your death day is so you're like wow now we have to think about two different things and i don't know
1: oh this is getting really deep yeah but yeah anyways i'm thankful for another day rest in peace to all who passed
0: yeah and Um, yeah at the end of the day just be happy like i know everyone says it so much where it's like you know hug someone you love yeah no and i've been i've
1: been on that kick lately i know that i keep coming on here and i'm you know half joking and half serious about being sick again and all that but i really am trying to focus on the positive lately and with every aspect of my life Mm -hmm. and um it really does help it's it's a difficult change to rewire your brain in different uh ways and to reframe your thinking but it really does put things in perspective and makes your day-to-day happier Mm -hmm. so try your best to to count your blessings and even if you know someone once told me they're like think about it we can say we're thankful that there aren't bombs coming over our house Mm -hmm. on a daily basis and that really kind of puts something in perspective for me because I never thought of it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so, just,
0: so, the fact that you could just sit in your house and not have to worry about someone right. randomly like barging in and threatening like, your life. So, like, it's yeah. just like, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, <laughs> before we move on, as always, do you want to take a break?
1: Yeah, I think now's a good time. All <laughs>
0: right, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back in a moment. All right, so I want to touch on. This this recent, like, Terry Crews stuff that's happening, um, and it's crazy comments. Before we get into that, I want to talk about Gabrielle Union, and, you know, pretty much we started this all. So, Gabrielle Union, do you know who she is? Yes. Uh-huh, cool. Look at that. <laughs> um, so, she, she was on Americans Got Talent. They didn't work out, um, and back in November, you know, there were some issues, and she left. And here's one of the comments that she said as she departed. Don't, oh man, it's going to get really, uh, very rated R. Don't be the happy Negro that does the bidding of the status quo because you're afraid. Don't allow them, that's what she, she said. okay. Don't allow them to call you angry when someone else, blank, dot, 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 is called passionate. hmm Mm-hmm. Mm. She said at the event, not naming the NBC show directly, "It's terrifying. There's a solid chance you'll lose your job. Uh, I speak from experience." And she continues on saying, "Do your best because corporations want global dollars. Do your best to try and hold the door open, hold the door open, and hold people responsible." yeah i'm asking you to do the impossible i'm fully aware that job loss is on the table but if you are not doing it nobody is so my take on this because she didn't really give too much you know of her leaving but of course it it was race related Mm -hmm. and like i i say this all the time where like i still in my you know three years working my corporate job like i i haven't seen a black woman come in for an interview like wow let alone i mean granted i i could be not there or i could be not paying attention but i don't see it like i've seen white women white men you know i really don't see any other race really <coughs> like i, I had uh, two black guys one that i pushed for the job and another guy that you know applied but like yeah uh, yeah yeah so like i'm with gabby with the whole like some companies just hire who they're familiar with and keep it like that Mm. and even when they do hire you and throw you like a little bone it's like you're expected just to shut up and like you know be happy you're here type of thing Mm. and like
1: be grateful because i didn't have to hire you
0: exactly
1: that's terrible yeah and sometimes it's based on numbers because yeah. I, know, I know, like, with, like, regular companies and stuff, like, they kind of, they can almost have quotas of, like, See, I'm not sure what. how true that is, but, yeah. I mean, I don't know how true it is, but I would believe it. I feel like back you, in the day, yeah. you want to appear diverse? Yeah. So.
0: And, like, for her to be, like, so they call other people passionate, but they say, I'm mm. angry. And it's, mm-hmm. like, they constantly, uh, um, dog.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. well it's just like how they're portrayed in movies i
0: worry for this so much that like if we do have a kid and let's say they are darker and they're they're a girl i worry for that so much that like yeah she's gonna be portrayed as like that angry it's, you know black girl and it's like no. why
1: <coughs> i think we've talked about this too
0: probably. <laughs> probably i've talked about it
1: how in movies the light skin black girls are seen as like the more friendly and approachable and all that stuff and then the dark-skinned ones are the angry and crazy sassy. and and, and it, it. yeah
0: well, to touch on that so i know we all seen stranger things remember stranger things last season mm-hmm. they had the, the little black girl and she was like sassy and all that yeah. stuff yeah uh-huh yeah She. I'm i like, thought it i'm like come on guys no
1: i literally thought it
0: like you bring another black character on the show because that's always just for her to be a sassy
1: because here's the thing. There's a difference between wanting to portray and <coughs> um, and have people see that they are on screen. Because you know what I mean? Like where um, you want to see yourself in a movie and you want to yeah. see like people like you. There's a difference between that and feeding into a stereotype 100% uh-huh. of the time. Because, sure, some act that way. But that's like... like Everyone. For, right. For example, that's like saying... Like, I'm Italian. That's like saying all Italians act a very specific type of way. And if I don't fit that mold, then I'm either not Italian or I'm not a real Italian. hmm You know? Like, and so, yeah, it's like I saw that she was like, what, nine or something? Like, this little girl. And I felt that, too. Yeah. That I'm like, why are we? It almost felt very extra, very forced, what they were trying to make her act like. Mm-hmm i'm like why
0: yeah it's it's not needed
1: i feel like we actually talked about that
0: probably that rings a bell but yeah so she she left because of course they weren't (laughs) treating her right and you know more proud too like it's it's tough situation to leave a job that is doing you wrong and it's paying your bills like but let me tell
1: you it's worth it it is worth it sometimes it is so worth it to put put your pride ahead of that job because I have been in a situation where it just it was not worth it to stay. Mhm.
0: So, after that happened, and you know, Gabrielle Union she didn't say anything, she left it at at that. Here comes Terry Crews, you know, a month or so later or whatever.
2: Yeah.
0: And this guy goes on like pretty much a press run saying, "Oh, NBC, you know, they they're great. I, I don't think they're racist. So I work with them all the time, this and that." And it's like dog Oh, at least to me. I feel like there's an unwritten rule when it comes to someone that's black, and knowing, you know, how we're already treated by other people that aren't black, that it's like I'm gonna support you and ride <laughs> for you and at the very least not say anything that is going to hinder right. you in any way. Right. And here comes Terry Community. saying that like, oh no, what she's saying, like I can't speak for her experience, but you know, NBC has been great to me. Like, they're not racist, they're great she, people this and that.
1: I feel like NBC came to them. It came to him and basically made him do this because why in his right mind would he come out of nowhere and just start doing this? Mm-hmm. It didn't make sense. First of all, the lag of time. Okay. Like and had to se- find
0: another black person.
2: Like
1: <laughs> <you>. <laughs> Second of <laughs> all, Terry. his experience will be completely different because first of all, he has been on that show so much longer. Like he's been there for like years and years mm-hmm. and clearly yeah he has a much better perspective what's annoying is
0: i mean he's a black man also so his his well he's been going what what well, he's been through and like his race issues well you were gonna touch on that
1: i don't know i was just trying to finish my well, sentence let me, sir
0: let me kill that real quick before you jump <laughs> in Well, his, his
1: as i was going to talk about a man his a man things, cut me off
0: his experiences have been completely different of a black woman and i know <laughs> you know that is. True, yeah. That's what, Yeah, that's but, where
1: I was going with this.
0: It, like, <coughs> I don't know. It's,
1: it is annoying when any race, okay, a man speaks for a woman. Mm-hmm. Overall, that is a thing we don't like. Yeah. It feels minimizing and degrading sometimes. Like, it just, like, we can hold our own. We can mm-hmm. speak for ourselves. And believe it or not, we do know what we're talking about. We you know, we are telling the truth about our situation. Yeah. And so then, yeah. <coughs> I feel like he thought he was onto something because he is also black, but he is a black man and he's talking about a black woman's experience, which we know can be worlds different. And again, minimizing being like oh no like that must not have happened to her excuse me like this is the problem in these industries women are not taken seriously because again we're seen as over emotional or dramatic or nonsensical and so a man just kind of reaffirming that makes it harder yeah but it's like you have no right to talk about a woman, <coughs>
0: and as you're having your coughing fit here, to jump in, Ooh. and this is after like you know the women were backing Terry as he was going through his uh, his uh, sexual allegation not allegation not lawsuit against like a producer or a director that like touched him, yeah, like women were being like yeah like here goes a guy that like went goes through the same thing we go through and we're sitting here backing this guy, and a year or two later he goes and like you know essentially bites the hand that feeds him. It's like, what's going on?
1: See, that's the thing. Women are amazing. We will believe you, and we will defend you. But for some reason, the other way around is just so much more complicated. Why?
0: I mean, don't look at me, but (laughs) hey, why? Like, what? I don't know, son.
1: I gave him, like, this look. I was like, what? Um, No, but like, and yeah, like I said, I feel like it really... Black women have a lot against them, Mm -hmm. okay? And I feel like this just made it so much harder. Mm -hmm. This, like, woo for you not having racial issues. Mm -hmm. So, but why can't she have a racial and gender issue? You don't know. Yeah. That could be the reason she had the racial issues and you didn't, is because she's seen as a woman, because she's seen as weaker and less, that could be very well the reason. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make it any less real.
0: So of course, like you and everyone else, they didn't li- like Terry's comments and him <coughs> backing NBC with all that like hate stuff. Obviously. And Terry comes back and says says <laughs> the stupidest thing. I'm going to I'm going to read this here. Um there was only one woman Um, on this one earth i have to please this is what he tweeted uh this past monday saying her name is rebecca not my mother not my sister uh not my daughters or co-workers i let i will let their husbands boyfriends partners take care of them rebecca gives me wings
1: i mean the way he said it i guess i get it but at the same time when you and i were talking about it briefly He's making it seem like his daughters are important. Pretty
0: much, cause like, I don't get why you even want to add your daughters in here. There's only one woman on. Cause
1: like, I get it. You're an adult, technically. Yeah, you don't need to please your mom. You could do whatever you want, and and it, she could not like it, but that's fine. You're an yeah. adult. Like I get that one, and um, <clears throat> you know things like that. And I get that your partner. I do believe once you have kids that you know you and your partner are still the most important because you run the household so if you guys are not good then the rest of the household usually isn't either and like it's it's yeah i understand that part but i mean the way he worded it is what's tricky is i get not pleasing your daughters as in like just doing whatever they want or whatever but like
0: i mean that doesn't make any sense I, (laughs) i and um so I'm gonna add more to this, so people will pretty much. Oh goddamn!
1: But like you're talking, like oh they'll have partners or whatever <coughs> for the first quarter century of their life, they might not have a partner to do that. Mm-hmm. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna say then?
0: Uh, they're kids. I'm trying to like load this up, but this. The, then
1: it, why have kids?
0: USA Today is trash. So. Uh,
1: oh, he's trying to load it up. Look at him not taking screenshots.
0: I mean, I want to take a screenshot oh. of a webpage what Uh, so here goes some comments that people responded so like there was a few white writers i don't know how to pronounce her name it's i-j-e-o-m-a-o-l-u-o responded saying yo man you don't honor your wife by using her as a shield to avoid responsibility for throwing other black women under the bus um then another person said man this is a terrible thing to think let alone say um, you may not believe you have to please them, but they deserve the same human treatment, humane treatment <laughs> you requested and required when it was your turn to be the person in need of support. Damn, man. Yeah. It really isn't that hard. Yeah. And like another writer said, like, Terry, this isn't, the, you know, this is not the way. Um, And I hope just, you know, everyone just being like, Terry, what are you doing? Because at the end of the day, what are you doing? Like, this yeah. wasn't thought out. <laughs> And just recently, I, I believe this this weekend, he came out and you know apologized and all that stuff. But I'm like, you already dug yourself
1: but in a just hole. Just go sit down. I don't know why you didn't have to say anything. Right. I don't know why you came out of the woodwork in general. Th- all of this was unnecessary. It's so stupid. Yeah,
0: like, <sighs> it's so stupid, and it's like it. it i hate to be that guy because i have a white wife and terry has a white wife but i'm like you kind of look bad throwing a black woman under the bus when you have a white wife my g yep
1: (laughs) like yep
0: rebecca gives me wings i'm not sitting here being like lauren gives me wings to throw other women under the bus
1: no and see no and that's the difference you could say that in a loving way (coughs) but don't say it right after you just threw a black woman under the bus you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like if it was a separate occasion sure that's romantic whatever but Mm -hmm. like bad timing and yeah yeah, this is once again we've talked about this before another person who makes us look bad Uh, like being together
0: oh yeah yeah
1: it's very annoying when these celebrities and interracial relationships do stupid things because <laughs> then people blame it on that and then when they see normal people in interracial re- relationships oh it's it must be the same it's get out <laughs> get out <sighs> take a
0: picture flash
1: him, so you can get
0: out of that situation
1: but it's really annoying it's you know because then it's like if someone assumed that you would do the same thing
0: yep yep they, they <clears throat> and that's why assume. you're with me exactly. oh they automatically assume that you've been like i guess in a and lack of a better term whitewashed
1: you know what it is i think sometimes people think if like for this example you're with a white woman that must mean you're anti-black
0: yep and i say which, it all the time like i which duh, doesn't
1: make sense because I'm, you are I'm black,
0: pro black black how soil
1: like that doesn't make sense it doesn't
0: excuse my experience whether i'm with you or not with you i'm still you know getting treated as the color that they see on my skin right um Oy. i don't accept terry's apology i don't I, i'm not even gonna bother he
1: like just pulling needs to quiet up. down just go somewhere it's, sir I, I, I all assume, this was unnecessary
0: i'd like to assume terry has a publicist oh you know you'd like to assume that he has enough money he works all that stuff
1: yes but the funny thing is these celebrities sometimes they go right past the publicist and they do something stupid and then the rest of the the team like hates them because they're like how are we going to clean this up that's the thing is yes a lot of these they have pr but sometimes celebrities they just get on their own phone right in the wrong moment
0: this is hurting him so like you know his you know brooklyn Nine is coming back for a new season or something i don't know because <laughs> i don't follow the show but like that's gonna hurt you with people being like okay i'm not really messing with terry for a while we're done like
1: yeah might we re- like should we remember the whole thing that happened with empire pretty much hello it's the same thing he was kicked off uh-huh. gone I done mean,
0: terry's a main character in that show but
1: so was he. Yeah, he sort of yeah. one of they, the they main had a, they
0: had a lot of main characters yeah, so they could but, like yeah. live with killing someone off anyways but it, it hurts you and i just think terry should have just sat down <laughs> and shut up even if like let's say nbc was like yo if you don't do this we're threatening your career this and that like don't don't fall in for this like yeah.
1: see that that is where you stand up for someone when they don't even know you're doing it mm-hmm. um i think what really matters with relationships between people and communities and all that, is when people can defend each other and the other person doesn't even know you had to.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That speaks volumes. You know, it's the whole, what's the saying? Like, basically, like, you know, whatever, if you're able to do something without people knowing, like, that says more about your character. Mm-hmm. And even if that was the case, that, that is where you stand up and you say, well, I believe her yeah and i don't agree with it and i'm not gonna go and publicly shame her yeah like i and i am not in the place to disagree with her because i wasn't there Mm -hmm. i don't know the situation that's it like (laughs) just as a decent human being i'm with you if you actually cared about the person so i don't think you care yeah like you cared about yourself your ego your career your whatever it is clearly more
0: yeah All right. Well, we're just moving right along. But uh, before we (coughs) head on to uh, talking about little Tay-Tay, do you want to take a little cough break? Oh, man, guys, these these cough breaks are a thing. We'll be right back in a hot moment. All right, guys, we are back. You want to hit on Taylor Swift there?
1: Yeah, we're going to talk about the Miss Americana documentary that came out this last Friday.
0: Disgusting. What? Nothing. Go ahead.
1: Sorry, my ears are a little clogged, so... Uh, I'm
0: sure they are. Go ahead, coronavirus.
1: Oh, my gosh. Anyways, so it was an hour and a half documentary basically going through um, her career, and it was a very interesting perspective. I kind of want to go back to the beginning and write down the whole first, like, monologue because that really spoke to me. The stuff that she has gone through kind of mirrors some of the stuff that i'm going through in my life to better myself and to change and to grow and so it's very interesting to see that um you know she's this big celebrity in person whatever but that you know at the end of the day we're all human and um there are a lot of quotable moments
0: i'm sure they are it's Taylor totally um, swift this one really spoke to me guys Go I'm ahead. I'm so done with I'm you. Just, I'm just reading your inner thoughts.
1: I'm so done with you. Okay. So, it's very interesting because it shows you, basically. And I know you have words about this, but I don't even want to hear them. I don't
0: want to hear that. You're sickening me.
1: How the whole Kanye moment was kind of a turning point for her life, because she basically talks about. Being this people pleaser, being this person that always has to say yes and always just has to be the good girl and happy and like, if I'm doing this and I'm getting the applause here and I'm getting like, then I am good. And it's a very, in, the the way she was explaining it, I'm like, yes, like I understand completely how it's like, as long as I am doing this for people, I'm good. And that, like, so what happened, she was explaining <coughs> during the speech, after he got off the stage, when everybody was booing, she, in that moment, like, she didn't know what was going on, because she she basically, the way she said it, she's like, oh, so I'm doing my speech, and she's like, oh, my God, there's Kanye West, and like, because she's a Kanye West fan, right? And so at first, in her mind, she's like, oh, okay, cool. And then once like he was saying the thing, she's all confused. And then he gets off the stage and they're booing. And she thought they were booing her <coughs> for getting the award. Nah. Because in that moment you're all jumbled, of right? Course. And she said in that moment, like that's that was kind of the thing that it felt was wrong against like everything she's tried to do is like, what did I do wrong? Like it was kind of that shift and so you go through these years and it's very interesting because then shortly after she changed from country to pop mm-hmm. and what's funny is that i mean it ended up being an amazing thing for her because of the accolade she got for doing so and but <coughs>
0: oh boy, hold on
1: there were just different moments where she went to a very dark place there was one time it was like several years later she went dark on social media and nobody physically saw her for a year and she like this is when like the reputation era was happening
0: don't look at me like i know <laughs> Like okay.
1: that's the album that kind of shocked everybody it's the one that like look what look what you made me do Okay. you you know what i'm I know talking that song, about yeah so, it was the album that shocked everyone because it was so different. It was so dark for her. And <sighs> <coughs> I'm describing this terribly. Watch the documentary, I swear. But, um, And then to see how <coughs> she was able to shift that <coughs> oh, <boy. coughs> going into the Lover era, which is the one we're in now,
2: Mm-hmm
1: um very interesting and very interesting how she's been with the guy she's with for like i think three years or four years now um which first of all for her is huge oh it is second of all the i think the key difference is he's more of an average person and they kept their love private mm-hmm. so which was a huge thing which i can understand with any celebrity to be honest but uh I don't know. so it's just it's been very interesting to see this shift. And so also with politics and stuff, she <sighs> again, being the good girl and also being in country, you are never supposed to talk about politics ever. Um, and they, you know, they went into how the Dixie Chicks did it back in the day and how that was major backlash. Mm-hmm. And she gets to this point where she feels like she can't keep quiet anymore. Because in her home state, there is someone running who is just against everything. Who wants to take away the act that basically protects women against domestic violence and stalkers. Um, She is against any kind of gay marriage and anything like that. um, And any rights. Is against pretty much everything that is like a fundamental human right. And so she finally talks about it and i just one of the things i want to talk on is it's very annoying because i'm on twitter the next day how taylor swift really is the epitome of no matter what she does no no one will ever be pleased because
0: yeah, but that's life of a cele- celebrity
1: no but you gotta you can't tell me <laughs> that she isn't kind of one of those bigger ones that is like a sore thumb for no matter what i do it will never be good enough
0: nobody knows taylor <sighs> what are you talking about the pop culture community does not know taylor swift outside of you white girls that follow taylor swift the pop culture community that is the rap world does not know taylor swift
1: okay and
0: that's what what is happening at least in my opinion all
1: i'm going with this is because there's people talking about how now it is a big issue that she got into politics and she should have shut up Uh uh-oh okay and then people are coming back at that person who tweeted and being like this is exactly the problem if she You guys are mad that she stayed quiet through Trump and she stayed quiet too long, but when she finally talks, that's also a problem. If she did not say anything ever, that's also a problem. Like, this is the thing with her, and I get it. I get why she kind of spiraled and had a lot of issues, because literally, she's this person like me. She wants people to enjoy her and to like her and... (coughs) (coughs) she used to seek more approval and things like that and it's like no matter how she did it it was never good enough Mm -hmm. that messes with a person and yeah so that's like (coughs) one thing that's annoying (coughs) so one thing she said Like, for example, she said, if you're thin enough, you don't have that ass everybody wants. But if you have enough weight on you to have an ass that your stomach isn't flat enough and it's all just fucking impossible. Mm -hmm. If that is not a quote that every woman in the world could relate to, Mm -hmm. then I don't know what. Okay, Like, for example. So there's that, which is really annoying because she did go through. She she didn't. She didn't want to, like, call it an eating disorder. But, like, basically, she would go through, like, if she saw a photo of herself and maybe her stomach looked a little, like, out or whatever, she just wouldn't eat for days. Mm-hmm. There was a time she was double zero. and Now she's a size six.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And she's a lot healthier. But there was a time when, yeah, like, I mean, it was, like, dangerous. Mm-hmm. And, oh, oh, I hate society for that. <laughs> <coughs> Okay. <coughs> another one she said I want to love glitter and also stand up for double standards that exist in our society I want to wear pink and tell you how I feel about politics I don't think those things have to cancel each other out Okay. because that's the thing too is we all want to talk about freedom of speech and being a well-rounded person but again she's kind of this person that is expected to be literally just this one way forever and if you change at all in any little way that's a problem yeah <laughs> you're so not on this conversation.
0: I mean, I, at the end of the day, I don't care because I feel like people that care about other people's opinions like that, it's like I you just need to learn that's what happens when you're a celebrity. People have opinions of you, and you just gotta block them all out. She's like, she's one of these people that, like, she want again, she's trying to be a people pleaser, and it's like, dog, stop it. Just live your life.
1: Well, tried. So, see, she's different now, which I get. It takes unraveling and redoing again like i talk about the reprogramming and trying to Mm -hmm. shift my mindset and stuff i get it yeah you know and i mean she was a teenager when she was thrust into this industry a lot of people are so right but so you have to think and it affects people differently but yeah people kind of go through some shit and then they have to like rewind Mm -hmm. and like they have to reprogram because it usually doesn't go right the first time yeah because you're so young and like yeah you're being told what to do all the time yeah and you're like oh, okay if that's what makes me successful and that's what makes me likable and yeah sure that makes sense clearly you have the best interest in my heart
2: mm-hmm.
1: that's what you think when you're young yeah like <sighs> but yeah there was just a lot i highly recommend you see it if you are a Taylor fan, you'll love it. If you are not a fan... Don't waste your time. Oh, my God. <laughs> he didn't watch it, so shut up. You have no right to say.
0: I, I'm if not... Just not, like I didn't watch the Beyonce thing. I, I, I'm not If you a are fan. not
1: a Taylor fan, you may find a new appreciation for her. You may just have a little more respect. That's all I'm saying.
0: I don't disrespect. You may,
1: you may be able to see her in a different light as a just normal human being. Okay. Who is trying her best and has come a long way. I'm sure. And I am proud.
0: Congrats, tay Just shake it off. Is that it?
1: You think you're funny, don't you?
0: I think I'm hella funny. Do you think I'm hella funny? No. Wow. Wow. That's why Taylor Swift doesn't like you.
1: She oh. don't
0: know me. Oh, you don't know your Taylor Swift?
1: Yeah, yeah, whatever. I just want to put it out there that it was a good thing to watch.
0: That's great. Tell Taylor Swift to send some advertisement money over to you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: No. Uh, anything else? Nope. want to take a hot moment break before we get into this relationship nope. topic? Let's oh, shoot,
1: guys, yeah. no break. It's a long episode.
0: Well, you guys are welcome. <sighs> um. So I want to hit this one up here. Now, this is, to preface it, It's it's teenagers that are discussing this, so it's it sounds childish but it's not really a childish thing because i know it's something we talked about and we weren't teenagers at the time so um, i want you're gonna to throw
1: me under the this. bus aren't you
0: no so <laughs> this one starts by saying i should be grateful he would even spend money on a birthday card or i should yeah right i said that right cool so this girl goes on She is 15 her boyfriend's 15 also <coughs> teenagers But the problem they're going through is something that I don't think just teenagers alone go through. Um, She goes on to say, my boyfriend says he shouldn't have to get me a birthday card because I should be grateful he would even spend money to buy a card.
1: Wait, what? (laughs) But that doesn't make sense to me.
0: Okay. So here's what she has to say. Okay. So his birthday is coming up and he's turning 16 in three days. I already got uh, him Oh, young love. I already got him a poster of a character from his favorite show, but all ingredients to make him a small cheesecake. Aww. His favorite cheesecake she he puts in parentheses a crab rangoon. Oh um, my god. Something that he said that he had when he was little and really Girl, likes it. But has had This is why women since. are
1: great gift givers.
0: Earlier today, Ugh. we were texting and I was asking him what time he wants to hang out on his birthday so I can give him his gifts. Um, He already said he wants to hang out a few days before. Um, He said, it's funny because all his friends are probably going to get him cards. And then there's me who wants to give him a present. So I said back that I care about him and I just want to show that I appreciate him. Um, And then he went on a long rant about how how his father never gave him presents on his birthday. So he doesn't see why I am okay
1: well you're welcome damn
0: (laughs) i tried explaining that i like to give presents to show people that i (coughs) listen to them and want to show how (coughs) appreciative i am and how much i care
1: yeah i like the food thing the food thing's cute like whenever you make food for your for your significant other yeah that's always a nice one
0: and she goes on to say what he said next kind of hurt me he said that for my birthday He'd never waste money or effort in getting me any presents and was planning on just getting me a card and putting some money in. I started feeling confused if I should say what I was feeling. I didn't want to sound selfish or like I didn't care. I told him I didn't want money or a card because it doesn't show any show any meaning. I mean, I know some people save cards and stuff, but like I never do personally i see no point since all it says is happy birthday and some printed out words about how special i am then a signature like i would much rather be given a piece of paper with words from the per- from him than a company and i explained this to
1: him so they're like us but opposite
0: yeah a little bit i wouldn't do exactly what he would do but yeah um she goes on to saying some more things it's a long ass one uh, but i'm not really gonna
1: get into that part i just want to talk about the initial like so, just a bit. okay background here since he wants to say it relates to us oh well do you want me to get into it because i'm not sure where
0: you're going with it okay sure. well i say this because in the to touch on the card thing <laughs> in the beginning yeah i wasn't like i come from family like we didn't really do cards We we gave birthday cakes as your birthday like as your like thing and like as we were little, we may have gotten a gift, but like as we got older, we didn't really get gifts. Um, and then here I go in you know a relationship with you where you want a card. And at first I was a bit like, eh, eh, whatever. But then of course it's the person you care about, so yeah, you're gonna like adapt and yeah. like do that. And of course, sometimes I forget, I'm not perfect, but I try my best to like
1: like our first Christmas together as husband and wife.
0: Yeah. But no big deal to stop it. We had a <laughs> wedding. We were planning a wedding, I was busy. Uh, Oh, like, and look who it.
1: got him one that said husband dog
0: my it. valentine's gift i got you for next weekend or whenever that is it is bomb listen to how he says my "Valentine's." my valentine gift, gift. Oh, is going to be amazing
1: remind it see how he says shut valentines up. shut up
0: everyone says valentines i feel like
1: no they do not okay
0: shut up go ahead continue that's what i had to say
1: so that's where i was gonna go with this it's very interesting how yeah you're very much you literally just want money you don't even want a card you don't want gifts it's it's interesting how our relationship gift giving has evolved
0: mm-hmm. <coughs> how has it evolved karen
1: in the beginning we you know give each other stuff and cards and all that And mm-hmm. um, i always pride myself on being able to give people like my significant other a good gift because i listen And a lot of times I'll keep a list on my phone of like if you said something like eight months ago that Mm -hmm. you like really, really wanted and you never got it, I would be like so excited to get it for you kind of thing Mm -hmm. because then it's like, wow, like that thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, I know like I did creative stuff like when we first got together and I made the little like DIY edible arrangements and like stuff like that. Like, cause it, that to me like it, when you put in effort like that, it's special. So, and I did like a scrapbook and stuff for you. And yeah, so, um. so we've had some good gifts, but <clears throat> over the years, just more and more, you've been like, you really just don't want gifts. Like we have, mm-hmm. so we have a gift fund in our budget and we have different amounts like per holiday that we allot for each other. And you literally just want the money. Like mm-hmm. you don't want a card. You don't want anything else. Just. Mm-hmm. And and it even got to the point now, I used to at least take the money out of the bank to give it to you.
2: Yeah, but now
1: you just deposit it anyway. So literally I'll get a card or something and I'll be like I'll be like happy whatever it is, uh the the money's in the bank. Yeah. So for me that was difficult because I come from a place of wanting to give something physically, wanting to show appreciation with something that's special. Mm Mm-hmm. But that's not your thing. Like, this is, again, where love languages come in. So, yeah, just gift gifts is not your main love language. It doesn't matter as much to you. And if you could have the money to do whatever you want with, put to better use, whatever, then cool. Mm-hmm. So I came to the place where I was able to accept that. Honestly, it's easier. So I don't complain. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. And then... <laughs> For me i'm very much the person (coughs) i like a gift (coughs) sorry but i like it to be like a thought out gift Mm
2: -hmm.
1: like i don't want you to just go like the store and be like cool this picture frame looks cool whatever and like you know what i mean like i I want it to be like something that matters Mm mm-hmm because i want it to be something i'll actually like want to keep or use or something like that like there was well for one time this was more you were doing what i used to do for you Mm -hmm. a few valentine's days ago we were in a macy's um a little bit prior to it and i saw this purse i really liked and i didn't get it because it was a little expensive and yeah just whatever and then you surprised me with it and that was so cool like because i felt listened to mm-hmm. you know and you got something that <coughs> you 100 percent knew i would want yeah. and appreciate and like so that was cool
0: <coughs> almost there
1: i got this guys um but then like one christmas you got me with the blanket we have on the couch that has all different pictures of us like together throughout our relationship up until that point and I love stuff like that because mm-hmm. that's so, like, personal and romantic and cute and stuff. So he claims he has something amazing for Valentine's Day. There's two box things in our closet, and I'm mm-hmm. very curious what it is. Mm-hmm. But um, so I'm saying all this to say it may take some time to, like, talk about it and figure it out. But do what the other person will appreciate do what they actually care about it doesn't it feels wrong (laughs) it almost feels wrong to do something against what you're used to and what you think you should do but you have to remember it's for them Mm -hmm. so that's my advice there is like prioritize for them it doesn't have to be super expensive and something you know it's not crazy it's just how do they like gifts how do they do holidays like how like yeah what is that culture and how can we how can we do that for each other in a way that the other will love yeah because that ultimately just makes your relationship better so um that's yeah that's kind of my advice the way he said it was Yeah, was not nice. This
0: I I feel like, in this case, it's gonna suck. But I feel like you have two options when it comes to like when you're this young. Yeah, one is probably the easiest. You should probably break up and hopefully get back together at a later point because you're too young to understand this and what's happening and all that stuff. Or two, rock it out and see where where it goes. Um, Yeah, because here's the thing. Like this is the part where I hope that if we have like a son or daughter in whatever situation like they would be in in this, uh-huh. like like they would talk to us and like want to know our th- our thoughts, because like if I had the son and I'm like dog like I'll help you I'll bring you to the store so we can get a card for her like and right. uh and you know what does she like like right and it's at this point like you know we're going on six years in you know twelve months from now or eleven months from now, uh-huh. <laughs> um. And it's like, yeah, I know what you like. So I know, like, I already know what I'm going to have for, like, your December gift in my mind because I just thought of it right now. And, like, what birthdays (laughs) are tricky because I like to have birthdays be a bit more different. Um, Okay. But, like, yeah, it's just, like, it's just having things in mind.
1: Oh, like, for example, something with a a girl a lot of times. A lot of girls like flowers. But I know some who don't. Mm -hmm. They don't like flowers. They don't like that they're wasteful. They don't like Mm -hmm. just anything about them so for the love of god don't do that just because the media says you have to if your girl doesn't like flowers don't do it like that that's all it is because you know the whole the typical valentine's day is like flowers and chocolates but then i love when i see like online people who are like get me tacos instead of chocolates for valentine's day you know what i mean like
0: let's go spend that money out on a dinner like that you're gonna you know spend twenty dollars on flour or something
1: right so that that's all it really is and i know it's tricky when you first get together Mm -hmm. because i know like you and i we had a christmas like very soon after getting together
0: yeah but but (coughs) we didn't stay together or anything we just kind of like rocked separately
1: no but we still did gifts yeah you got me a taylor swift cd oh yeah
0: that's right actually which what, is kind of funny or something i think so
1: like back then because we had just started dating yeah it's a little more generic but he mm-hmm. still knew that i liked taylor swift and didn't have the cd yet so like it was kind of like you know yeah. an easy i heard what you said kind of thing yeah that's all it is yeah at the end of the day in a relationship and this is so true you just want to be heard mm-hmm. and you just want to be understood for who you are and so it's like that's all it is. It's just another way to grasp that. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, like. Yeah. I really don't have much else to add to that. It's just being on point. It's like, even though you don't like cards, like I don't care for like the flowers things and stuff. But I'm like sure. And like we like we've gone back and forth and like we've you know talked about it, probably fought about it, just different things, and it's just like trying to compromise and figure out what works both of us making sure the other person gets what they want and you get what you need yep so it's like of course we're not perfect but like we're doing things like yeah i slacked last for christmas but like dog we're in the middle of like planning a wedding like i was all over the place with like what to do like eh. but i'm like okay at least i have a a, you know a nice two-month break up until valentine's day and i'm like i got you and sure enough when you see it be like oh
1: my god i'm i'm gonna transform into a baby (laughs) yeah okay Um, i'm gonna be on the ground with a diaper and a pacifier yeah and i'll just kick you
0: out because i don't i'm not married to a baby so (laughs) i'm not taking care of that responsibility yet
1: um no it's very interesting though because for me it took time to get over the whole thing that you just wanted money because i think in my mind it was almost an ego thing for me it mm-hmm. felt good for me yep. to give you this elaborate thing or something that, again, like I put thought into. In that, in those moments, yeah. it was like I was prioritizing myself over you, though, mm-hmm. and that's where it doesn't make sense. Yep. So it felt not natural to go the other way because I felt like I was doing good.
2: Yeah,
1: but. It, like it's not about me like that. if it's yeah. your birthday or if it's Valentine, whatever it is yeah it's not that's not about me <laughs>
0: yeah i am with you you know it's just focusing on what the what you think that person would want and yeah if they say they would just want cash yo just give them cash but if this girl's <laughs> sitting here being like Yo, I don't even want a card that you can pick up at a store. You know, give me, create, write down a letter and, like, tell me how you feel about me or something. Like, I, I would much rather prefer that. Like, yo, that is easy. That's no money spent. That's just your, you know, 5, 10, 15 minutes of, like, putting together this. That's what this, we did for our wedding letters. Everything, yeah.
1: We just we just did them to each other on paper. We didn't, yeah, we didn't buy them. Yeah. So that was cool. Um, I will say, my wedding gift to you, that is one that at the same time of knowing that you would appreciate it and love it that did personally fulfill me too yeah i felt like that was. i like that one a lot yeah i i i literally thought of that like i think a month after we got engaged or something and i was just like yes like this is it
0: (laughs) i forgot what i got you oh yeah Uh, it was something uh, just to hang up like i couldn't really think of anything that was like within the price range so it was a bit trickier
1: yeah like, it's
0: cute. Yeah, it's not bad. I think it would look. It probably doesn't look good in this house. To, to tell you guys what we're talking about, it's like a, <coughs> It's like something that's like carved out of wood and it has like our wedding date and like our names and like. I'm not sure. It's probably something. Other other stuff on it. It's like um, a circle. Yeah, and like it probably wouldn't look good some, like somewhere in here. But I feel like in like our next place, since we we'll probably have more walls to put things on. Yeah. Um, you know it will look better there yeah but uh that's that's all i gotta add for that one this has been a really long episode
1: yeah you're welcome
0: (laughs) um anything else
1: nope
2: all
0: right guys with that being said please go out show everyone that you love care support you know we take everyone for granted a lot and i i think we should try to not do it as much so if possible you see someone, you know, pay for someone's meal. If you're going to go to Dunkin' before work, be like, hey, can I, you know, pay that person's tab behind me? And they're not going to say no. You know, pay it forward. Um, Just help someone else out. It's, it's always appreciated. Honestly,
1: just be a kind human being.
0: Smile. Say I thank think, you. Hold the yeah. door open.
1: I think that is something that we struggle with sometimes. And I know that a lot of people have issues going on in their life and that sometimes that's how it comes out. Mm-hmm. But just, you never know what the next person is going through. Mm-hmm. We, just, we just talked about this recently. I, I found out, a friend of mine found out that she's infertile. Um, and she has been with her husband for like 16 years at this point or something. Like they were high school sweethearts. They got married a few years ago. And all she ever wanted was to be a mother. And they are the epitome of like you look at them. And you think they got it all together. Like they're mm-hmm. adorable. They've been together forever. <coughs> you know, their relationship must be amazing. And they work out a lot. Like they do like lifting and stuff. And so they uh, look seemingly healthy and all that. And then you find out this. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's one of those. you People are going through things that they aren't going to publicize. And so at the end of the day, it's so important just... You never know what a joke, a smile, a hug, all that stuff can do for someone. Like, I've had those moments where someone was just nice to me. And that was just that helped me get through the day. Yeah. That made it better. You know? That's that's it.
0: Yeah. Um I'm not even gonna close out with the regular you know stuff. um you guys already know what to do everything in the description we appreciate it if you well, that you made it this far in the episode and um you know thank you for putting up for putting up with a couple of guess, and sneezy was it sque- i don't know <laughs> putting up with uh the coughs in this episode um with that being said <laughs> i should now co-host the page of the simpsons i am joined by my lovely wife lauren And we will see you (laughs) next week, hopefully not coughing, fingers crossed. Right? Uh Uh-huh. Exactly. Tell lovely people. We'll see them later. (laughs) Bye. Peace out.
1: That was a Titancast episode.